This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Thursday, 10 August, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Um, I need this audience to embrace the one of the narrative um, engines that we are going through. And this is the um, the plight of children in this uh, in the greatest country in the history of mankind. And I want you to think about uh, and compare this to the 13 or 14 generations that come before us that always put children first, always put the family first. And from the southern border of our country, what we're allowing to happen, yes, we are allowing it to happen. We have to take ownership. We understand the regime's doing it. We understand that there's uh, dark forces out there that are driving it, but we're still allowing it to happen. And our elected representatives are allowing it to happen. And I'm quite honored to be part of administration that the very, one of the very first acts they did, President Trump did, was the executive order to shut all that down. And that's why he got so much, one of the reasons he got so much grief, and one of the reasons the left hates him so much. But something's come up in the last couple of years, and it's been building underneath. We know this just, it just appeared in broad daylight the last couple of years, but it's been something that's been, it's a project that's been worked on. And I realize that most of our audiences, like me, we still can't really get our heads around it because it's so over the top. When, when Tony Lyons introduced me to Miriam Grossman, and this was a year ago or whatever, we had Dr. Grossman on, I think, last year to start talking about it. She was She was in the middle of writing her book. And I'll be honest, when I got the book, um, it's very difficult to read. It's very hard to get through this book. This book is a horror story. And it's a horror story, not by somebody. She's not some right-wing, you know, hair on fire, the world's ending. She's for 40 years, she's been a kind of a revered, highly thought of professional in the medical profession. And you're here today uh, to give a warning to parents. And so Dr. Miriam Grossman, uh, since they're doing everything in their power to suppress the message you've got through your book to America, I want to give you the floor and have you give your warning to parents throughout this country. Thank you, Steve, very much. And what you said before the break is true. Uh, I could be investigated for what I'm about to say right now. I could be investigated for telling the truth in my book on this subject. But I'm at the point where I'm doing it anyway, because I simply have seen and heard too much to not speak out. So right now, I'm going to speak directly to parents. Parents, it's August. School is starting soon. I'm providing you with this warning. Uh, you cannot be sitting ducks. My book, Lost in Transnation, is based on my experience with families like yours 
with a trans-identifying child, no family is immune. These children are on the path to dangerous medical interventions because they think they were born in the wrong body. Where did they first hear about that idea of being born in the wrong body? In school. In many instances, they first heard about it in school. I want parents to understand that there are activists in our schools. That's an understatement. Some schools can be described as actual indoctrination centers. Parents, you have to be vigilant, and I explain how you can do that. Teachers and principals and guidance counselors, all these people who spend the day with your child, they may be ardent believers in what I call this transgender belief system because it really is more like a religion than anything else. It is not based on science. You don't want your child believing their bodies are wrong. You don't want them questioning who they are. Now listen, there are two sexes. They are established at conception. The moment the egg meets the sperm, they are established and they are permanent. There are no wrong bodies. And to tell a child anything else is simply wrong and unethical and dangerous. It's confusing to the child. And for many children, it's actually destabilizing. In other words, it affects their mental health in a negative way. Now, don't be naive. The activists in schools think that they know better than you what's good for your child. Their policies undermine your parental rights, your constitutional right to direct the education of your child. They undermine your authority and they place a wedge between you and your child. I'm seeing this day in and day out. I've heard too many examples of school personnel aggressively recruiting students into this belief system with terrible results. Parents, you need to protect your children and I am providing you with those tools. Again, I am risking investigation for doing this, but it is worth it if I can save even one family. Okay, schools are promoting and celebrating the rejection of reality. They are compelling your child's speech. They are warning your daughter not to tell you if there's a boy in her bathroom at school. And of course, in many instances, they are also rubber stamping your child's new identity without your permission. They are using a new name, new pronouns, et cetera, et cetera. Teachers who do the right thing, I explain this in my book, teachers who then go to parents and tell the parents what's going on with their child, they are fired. So listen, the odds are stacked against you, but there is a lot you can do. Please do this for your family. I know you're terribly busy. This will take you less than one hour. Please read my chapter on schools, just one chapter. You're gonna to wanna to read all of it, but let's just start with that one chapter under an hour. I will walk you through what you need to know and what you need to do. After you read that chapter, okay? School is starting soon. This is what you do. You put your school 
on notice. You go to my website and you will find a form written by lawyers at the Child Parent Rights Organization, a law firm who specializes in this issue. You print it out, three pages, and it basically puts the school on notice and it states that you do not consent to any of this. This is a legal document that you are signing and you are bringing to the school and giving to the principal so that you are putting the school on notice. They can't do any of this stuff with your child. So parents, please do those two things. Read the chapter on schools, go to my website, fill out that form. You can download it for free. You give it to the school. Don't be naive. Don't join the club that you do not want to be members of, the club of, of parents who are now dealing with these confused kids who are distressed and who are asking uh, you know, for, their, for these medical treatments that are experimental and dangerous. I'm giving you the tools that you need. Please read the book, Protect Your Kids. What what how do, what's your website and social media? How do people get there right now? Website Miriam Grossman MD dot com M I R I A M G R O S S M A N M D dot com. Twitter is Miriam underscore Grossman. Please be careful and order the right book. There's all sorts of scams, bogus books trying to trick you into buying the wrong book. The best way to buy it is to use the link to Amazon on my website or on Twitter. That way you will get the actual book. Barnes & Noble is not making my book easily available. They're putting up all sorts of obstacles. Better to get it, I would say, from Amazon. Real quickly, what do you mean, what do you mean that you could get investigated? What do you mean by that? I could get investigated because we have uh, regulations, legal uh, prohibitions against what's called what what is being called conversion therapy, and what that essentially means is that any therapist uh, who is uh, not in a knee-jerk, automatic way rubber stamping a child's identity as the opposite sex. Any therapist that is attempting to explore their new identity, the reasons behind it, um, and encouraging them to embrace their the reality of their sex, the reality of their biology, well, that therapist could be found guilty of doing what they're calling conversion therapy, convert converting the child away from their perceived gender identity. So if I have a girl in my office and she's insisting she's a boy, if I tell her otherwise and I remind her, of course, I don't do this and I do it in a gentle and understanding way with, with patients that I've built up a relationship with. And I remind that girl of her biology and that her, you know, if you fight that biology, you deny that biology by taking a ton of testosterone puberty blockers and having surgeries, you are denying your biology, you will pay a price. So in other words, if I just encourage her to, to try and, um, and, 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 and look at her struggle and 
and, and, and tell her that it would be best for her in terms of her, uh, her welfare and her physical and mental health that, that, that she could, uh, that it would be best for her to embrace her biology and to embrace who she is, her, the reality of who she is, who her body says she is, because she will never be a boy. So basically by telling her she'll never be a boy, I risk investigation. That's the long and short of it. Dr. Grossman, thank you very much for joining us. We will push this out hard. Appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Mind-blowing. Brandon Showalter, Christian Post, you've dedicated your life to this. Is, is, is Dr. Grossman right? Is this a fight between what's real science and what has turned into kind of this religious cult, sir? Uh, I have immense respect for Dr. Grossman. She is a hero, a heroine. Uh, she is absolutely right to characterize it as a, as a fight between junk science and actual science, and it absolutely does function very much like a religion. I would say it's even a cult of children uh, coming to this belief that that somehow their bodies are wrong, that they were born in the wrong body. That's a huge metaphysical claim. No one has ever been or ever will be born in the wrong body. And what's terrible about this is that the medical industrial complex is profiting handsomely off of this medical exploitation of uh, children. Uh, you will be a lifelong customer if you go on blockers. Almost all of those children that do go on blockers then go on to take cross-sex hormones, and many then have their bodies disfigured with these radically invasive surgeries. It is, as I said last yesterday when I was on your show, Steve, it's one of the most atrocious, worst medical scandals the world has ever seen. And it's especially bad because it's marketed to our youth in terms of identity. I don't think we've ever seen a medical scandal quite like that. We're going to take a short break. Brandon's going to stick with us, and we're going to ask about that, how the entire Dr. Grossman, who's dedicated her life uh, to her medicine, is now uh, – Dr. Grossman is now under assault by the medical community. I thought it was always trust the science. I thought what we were trying to do here is trust the science. You're going to hear Brandon Schultwalter walk through how the entire medical establishment has flipped on this. And the question is why. Why have they – bought in to a theological concept, not, not a medical, not a science-based concept. Short commercial break. Brandon Showalter, we got Dr. Gina, who's going to kind of contextualize all of this for us. Then we've got a fairly explosive expose that you're going to want to stick around for. Short commercial break. Back in the warm in a moment. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift 
happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-O-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Showalter, why, this is what I think is confusing to people. You have the American Pediatric Society. You have all these kind of, you have all these prominent hospitals. I mean, Vanderbilt, these are not, uh, you know, chop shops in a, d- deep in an inner city somewhere. These are the most prominent people at the biggest medical institutions, at the biggest Ivy League universities. They're all in lockstep on this. At the same time, Europe is saying, hey, maybe we ought to have a timeout on this and maybe they should go, maybe the kids should go to psychiatrists like Dr. Grossman first. So explain to us what's going on. It's very confusing to people when Dr. Grossman says, there's no science here. This is a, you know, somebody that's a psychiatrist for 40 years, a medical doctor saying this is like a religious cult, but it's picking up speed and it's infected, this bacillus has infected the entire scientific and medical establishment, sir. It is indeed hard for people to believe the extent of the ideological capture, the institutional capture, but it's absolutely it's absolutely true. Dr. Grossman is absolutely correct about the extent of this. Uh, I think the best way to understand this, Steve, is that this has this ideology been gestating within academia for many decades. Uh, but then with the uh, with the incursion of a lot of big pharma and medical industrial complex money, a lot of this is really sort of it's been like gasoline on the fire. I say that a lot too. First pediatric gender clinic in the United States opened in 2007 in Boston, and from there it's just exploded. We're now we have hundreds of these gender clinics where children are being sterilized and then sent down a pathway of being disfigured surgically, um, and a lot of this has been hooked to the wagon of. Uh, the LGB civil rights, and so people who are politically liberal just feel inclined to support it, even though these medical issues are uh, quite a new invention. Uh, the immediacy of the medicalization is quite uh, alarming for many people. I hear from Democrats, very liberal, secular people all the time, who maybe they supported all sorts of other things, but are just absolutely alarmed. Uh, I think that there's a reckoning coming. I mentioned this yesterday when I was on your show. There's a reckoning coming because these medical acts are absolutely monstrous, and I think they are honestly worthy of being adjudicated at a Nuremberg 2.0-like tribunal. There was a very revealing moment in Congress, Steve, uh, on July 27th when they played a footage. uh, Chairman uh, Mike Johnson of Louisiana played uh, footage of a a gender surgeon out in Oregon at Oregon Health Sciences University, pink-haired guy, who talks about how he operates on chemically pubertally suppressed boys, and he carves, uh, uses a robot to harvest the abdominal lining so as to make a fake vagina in the boy's crotch area. These are absolutely brutal. This is not in keeping with any kind of sound medicine at all, because when did it become acceptable, Steve, for, for surgeons to, physically ampu- to amputate physically healthy body parts and make a facsimile of a sex organ into the sex of a, uh, into the sex organs of a person that will never be the opposite sex. I mean, it's absolutely monstrous. And so the ideological institutional capture, it's been gestating in our institutions for many decades, but with the advance of money and with the revision of guidelines from the AAP and the Endocrine Society, which they were first revamped in 2009 and then again in 2017, even more liberal, so as to just encourage this medicalization even further, 
you've you've just got a recipe for disaster, and it becomes sort of the fashionable cause, uh, is sort of the the raison d'etre for a lot of these ideologues. Um, and because the ideologues have captured our cultural institutions and also the breakdown of faith in this country, it's kind of the perfect storm. There's a big lengthy history, and for more on this, I would very much recommend people go check out Jennifer Billick's work at the Eleventh Hour blog. She'll detail the money that's behind this. Where do they go? Give me that blog again. The 11th Hour blog, Jennifer Billick, she's done some of the most extraordinary deep dive investigative journalism to this. Uh, she's a hero journalist. Uh, last thing, how can you say a reckoning? How, we, how do we drive a reckoning coming when Dr. Grossman just gives the parents of America that are going to go back to public and even some of the best private schools in the country and saying, not only got to read the chapter in my book, I got a legal form that's been cleared and you got to walk it into the principal on day one or your child's potentially going to be targeted. So walk me through if that if the if the school system in our country is about to take the ch- kids back for the academic year twenty three twenty four, how do you say we're going to have a rec- how, how do how do we go from that to a reckoning? Well, I would I would absolutely agree with Dr. Grossman's advice to put the screws to the schools and do not tolerate a single iota of this. Do what, she, what the advice she gave is very good. Refuse to go along with any of this in the schools. But in order to get to a reckoning. Uh, I think that it's going to take making the harms visible, Steve. And I can tell you what I've done uh, to, to make people get it very quickly is I'll pull out my phone and I'll show them a picture of a radial forearm phalloplasty. And that's where surgeons harvest a portion of a, a young woman's forearm to make a fake penis. And when they see this surgical disfigurement of the human body, removing physically healthy body parts, and they see the carnage of it, the color drains from their faces. Again, these are medical atrocities worthy of being adjudicated at a Nuremberg-like tribunal. It's absolutely horrific what's going on. Biomedical ethics in this country has basically collapsed. But until people see it, and they come face-to-face with how grisly and gruesome all of this is, I don't think it's going to change because the mass media, the corporate press, continues to paper over this with gender euphemisms like gender-affirming care or top surgery or bottom surgery. They sugarcoat it. We at the Christian Post, however, will continue to tell the unvarnished truth no matter what. So make the harm Brandon, visible. how do people get, you get to your writing, sir? Make the harm visible. Yes. You get to my reckoning. Uh, how do people get to you? Yeah, ChristianPost.com. Uh, my social media handle at Twitter is at Brandon M. Show. And again, I would just recommend that everybody go to deadnamedocumentary.com if you want to see how many families have been upended by this. I believe, Steve, that that's going to be the next phase of the fallout as we now start to scrutinize these medical atrocities. The devastating effect, and Dr. Grossman knows this well, that this has had on families is unparalleled in anything in history, I think. Deadnamedocumentary.com. Go see it. In the greatest nation in the history of the earth, this is happening today. Brandon Showalter, thank you. Honored Thank to have you. you on here. Uh, Dr. Gina, you wrote a piece, I think it was in Town Hall, that connected a lot of dots of what we've been talking about today. Walk me through it. Yeah, well, the reality is, uh, building upon what your two former guests had uh, to say, the reality is we are in an era of child sacrifice, Steve. This is biblical proportions. You start with abortions that kill about a million children a year. Um, You take then the border, what's happening on our border, the era of sex slavery in our children. Um, And then you bring in child mutilation that you've been discussing this entire program and the trans radicals and what they're doing with it. And you realize we really truly are in an an era of self-sacrifice. So I think first thing we need to do are define the terms, but then the second thing we need to do 
that I think is so important is to realize what this builds in terms of an activist uh, freak culture, right? Because because psychologically what's happening that, that I think I can speak to is that there is this cognitive dissonance, and we all know this term. It means that your brain can't accept a reality that doesn't fit within what you already believe, right? So this cognitive dissonance then turns the people that have had abortions, the people that have participated in sex slavery of children, uh, the people that have mutilated these children, it turns them into radicals because they then have to spend the rest of their life trying to explain to themselves that they really didn't do this evil act. That's where it gets really scary. So it's not just the act. It's not just the, the child sacrifice that we are engaging in as a country, right? And I don't know how God keeps his blessing on us. Just mercy. Thank you. But it also means that there's this entire movement built out of this that Brandon spoke to briefly. Uh, that means that, you know, all the funding, all the politicians, all the corporate media, right? Your posse gets this, Steve, but this is a real battle that's been established, like right beneath our vision line. And we have to dive down into it and call it what it is. Um. You know, Liz Yor goes out of her way to say the reckoning we're going to have is from the children that we've allowed these people to traffic for for uh, rape and torture, as Carrie Lake calls it, right? Not sex, r rape and yeah. torture or sex slavery. The psychological damage, the physical damage on them is going to last decades. And she says that we're going to pay as a society for this of what we allowed to go on. Your, your thoughts? Absolutely no question about it. I think we already are paying for it. This is why uh, the numbers are off the charts in schools of people who are now identifying as LGBTQ. This is why the culture has shifted to where we don't just need a day or a week, right, of pride, but now we have to have a month or maybe a year or maybe a, an entire decade. So, Steve, we are seeing this right before our eyes. This is why we have to be unafraid. We have to battle back. We have to talk to our children. Uh, we have to educate ourselves, uh, what Dr. Grossman talked about, reading her chapter in the book, homeschool your children for crying out loud until we get this rectified. And as a homeschool mom, I just want to give a quick shout out and say, you know, it's not as difficult as people think. There are great online curricula today uh, that take it, make it pretty easy. I've done it from, you know, my oldest is, is 27. I've done it for a long, long time. Um, I tried putting my kids in school, Steve, but it's just too scary today. Uh, Dr. Gina, how do people get to this article? How do they get to your social media, all of it? How do they see your shows? Thank you. Uh, the article is up on townhall.com right now, and I'm going to be writing more. I'm uh, um, putting together a book on this topic of child sacrifice. Um, my social media is at Real Dr. Gina across all platforms, at Real Dr. Gina. And uh, I'm hosting, just as of this week, having a blast with uh, – with Miranda Kahn, with David Brody, with Terrence Bates, as we are hosting American Sunrise. It's a new day in so many ways and so much fun. And then I also host uh, another show at 4 o'clock, Sunrises in the Morning. 4 o'clock, we come in again, Miranda and me, and uh, we host Special Report. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Dr. Gina. Great article. I want everybody to read it. Okay, Robbie Robertson is going to take us out. We're going to go to the Trump White House when we return. Bags and we're looking for a place to 
sad When I saw old Carmen and the devil Walking side by side I said, hey Carmen Come on, let's go downtown She said, I gotta go But my friend can stick around Take a load You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it, because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how you keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code Steve for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com, ekpure.com, code word Steve, ekpure.com, code word Steve, take action, use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Andrew Kloster joins us. Andrew, you were over with Johnny McEntee in, in the Trump White House in the fall of 2020, were you not, sir? Correct. And so you're you're a I White was. House official, and Jenny McEntee ran a great I shop was. over there. Uh, just t- tell me your story related to this situation that's come up the last couple of days of Gateway Pundit breaking the story on the situation in in, in Michigan about these about these uh, uh, applications, uh, voter registration applications uh, in in uh, in Michigan. Can you walk me through your knowledge of this? Sure. So it was kind of funny. I, I, I saw GBI strategies on a tweet and I immediately went down the rabbit hole because it brought back a lot of memories of the waning days of the Trump administration. So this was right before the election 2020. I was in the White House. I was also uh, at the uh, Office of Personnel Management. So I was like the main personnel attorney government wide and hatchet man and all of that. And I did a lot of spot projects Um and fixing just generally across the admin on, on behalf of the president and his agenda. And I got through, I have a lot of contacts, you know, I've been in the movement for a long time. I was at heritage. I've worked with lots of people at the state level. Um, I did the Wisconsin investigation for Gableman. So I, I have a wide network and I got a call, uh, basically saying, look, I've got a spooked law enforcement senior guy, been there like 20 years unimpeachable record out in Muskegon, Michigan, and he's got a story that we think is worth looking into. And that's exactly what Gateway Pundit's talking about. So I can confirm a lot of the details and give you some more. What ended up happening is uh, my understanding, I, I reached out and spoke with uh, some law, local law enforcement, uh, 
what happened was there was a woman, uh, my understanding, is basically loitering outside of a drop box all day. And she gets picked up by a junior guy and arrested because he's like, what are you doing? You're stuffing this. What's going on? So they routinely, you know, they arrest her. And she basically spills the beans. She's a Democratic operative. She's got filled out ballots, like 7,000 is what I was hearing. And they arrested her. Now, the senior guy, my understanding, was, uh, was off at the time. So the junior guy who picked her up, you know, got her statement and released her. And she went back to Detroit. So Muskegon's like the suburbs, Detroit. She went back to Detroit. Uh, the senior guy comes back in the next day or later in the day and says, what the hell? You know, you had her dead to rights. Why did you release her? And starts trying to get an extradition order from Detroit uh, because this is before the election. We're hearing there could be voter fraud. And here you've got someone basically copping to it and caught with her hand in the cookie jar. Um, Detroit doesn't give an extradition order. And the next thing you know... Um, everyone clams up and I'm hearing, well, Benson's leaning on people, threatening jobs. So when I hear this in the white house, you know, we've got our eyes out, at least the loyal ones. I try to raise a red flag. I do a little bit of light reaching out, not to, not to disrupt anything, but just to kind of vet and make sure that I'm dealing with people who aren't lying and people who are, are credible. And then I try to reach out to different components within the Trump administration to say, Hey, this is there's at least probable cause here. You know, I'm an attorney. Um, I've worked on some criminal stuff. There's at least probable cause here. Someone should take a look, talk with the relevant law enforcement and figure out what happened here. Because, you know, just as what happened with Georgia, you know, you've got someone basically copping to voter fraud and then, uh, you know, you get the whole story. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're out in Jamaica or whatever. The Dems have, have found the person, co-opted them, told them to shut up and then, and then plugged all the leaks. Um, well, I got to say, when I raised that issue in the administration, uh, no one was very happy about it. There were basically, my understanding was standing orders not to deal with election matters, both from the White House counsel and from Barr. I happen to know Barr's uh, chief of staff, Will Levy, because I had I had worked at Heritage and run a, uh, a lunch, basically, for Senate staffers, and he had, he had been a Senate counsel when I was there. So I knew him, you know, I called him up and tried to put the flag up into the to the voting rights section, uh, CRD, uh, DOJ, and, and White House counsel in a couple different places and got stiff-armed. Uh, and then, you know, later on, hear from uh, Johnny and others that basically then the White House counsel swoops in and starts screaming, you know, what the hell are you guys doing? Um, so that's that's really the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, see, a, see a lot of fire, try to raise the flag, and get smacked down by weak Republicans in the deep state. So when did this roughly occur? We heard from the Hoffs, their investigation and in, in Patty McMurray in the documents they had, the police report shows this is in October of 2020 before the election. I just want to be as precise as we can with you. When did you, when did this first come to your attention? So it looks like, you know, I looked at the gateway pundit thing. It looks like the incident might've occurred on October 8th, but I was getting uh, calls maybe two weeks later. So this is like, you know, the last communication I think I have on it is like the 29th of October, at least with the sources. Um, but yeah, so this this occurred in sort of early October, and this woman got arrested. She's a, apparently a known Democratic operative, got released back accidentally, went to Detroit, and then uh, bizarrely, because, you know, in a state, if you're arrested, you know, if you're in one city and you need to get an arrest warrant in so, another city in the state, that's usually pretty easy. 
it's it's extradition, but it's it's pretty easy because it's in one state. But just Detroit, I guess, just declined to to pick this woman back up. She was very much protected. So this happened in October, um, and then I remember seeing a very watered down cover up uh, police report or or public statement by the Muskegon police later, which didn't say anything about them being actual ballots, kind of watered it down to say it might have been blank applications or something like that, which is still shady. Uh, but they watered it down and kind of buried the story to cover up to cover up the fact of the arrest. But to me, the main thing was that uh, Benson got involved and that she was leaning on these senior people in the county, which is a public corruption issue. You know, you're not allowed to cover up for a crime. Uh and threaten people's jobs and say, don't, don't investigate crimes. That's, that's unlawful. You, I just uh, want to make sure you, and you raise the flag with people at, uh, at justice at DOJ that, Correct. or at least were in areas or connected to areas that could have looked into this in October of 2020. Correct. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, for example, you know, I did a lot of the, I did all of the senior, uh, loyalty tests, uh, uh, at the Department of Justice, you know, interviewing people like Jeff Clark or whatever, um, really just to, it wasn't loyalty to us, but so I knew a lot of people over there and I knew people in the civil rights division, which is relevant. And we actually had a couple of career folks, uh, that were over there. And so I spoke with them as well. Um, and the signals I got both through the white house and through the Department of Justice and through the careers of the Department of Justice, it was, it was the same story over and over again. Leadership is not interested in this. We're not even going to make a phone call. And it was very much worth a phone call to, you know, 20-year veteran law enforcement in a state who says, we have evidence of a crime that's relevant to federal jurisdiction. You think you'd give them a phone call. But no, they had no interest in it. So, so, so it, it, I'm going to leave Cipollone in the White House counsel for a second. But so when you hear in the media reported in depth that that Barr sat in the Oval Office and told the president he had asked for reports from the field offices, Detroit and and the U.S. attorneys in in Michigan being one, and he had asked in Georgia and all these states, including Pennsylvania, and that he got reports back. He has reports and reports came back that there was no voter fraud whatsoever, right? When he says that, you would say that that would be a lie? Well, I'm a bureaucrat at heart, <laughs> and I would say that's not a lie, because if you cover your ears and you tell them not to make the reports, then there aren't going to be any reports, and you can uh, you can report that honestly. It's kind of like the old saw about Harriet Tubman's dad blindfolding himself so he could say he didn't see his daughter, right? Uh, it's the same thing here. They're, they're covering their eyes and ears. They're giving standing orders orally, of course, probably nothing in writing. Uh, to, to bury all this stuff. So when the big boss asks the question, are there reports? You can say, no, there are absolutely no reports. No, but he said, no, it was opposite. He actually said there, he asked for reports. It was only later the Epic Times said there were no reports. He report he reported to the president. He had asked for reports to the field offices and there were no, there was no uh, voter fraud at all. This is what, and I think it's in his book too. So yeah, you're yeah. saying when I mean, you talk to the was, chief of staff, they, they, they didn't want any, they didn't want any, they didn't want any involvement, essentially, DOJ, before Correct. the fact. Correct. Absolutely. And that was, it was really disappointing because, you know, you had lots of solid people that wanted to look into these sorts of things. Um, and, you know, again, I, I worked later on the, on the Gableman investigation in Wisconsin. The story is always the same. Our side, our weak Republicans on our side, 
scuttle investigations, do a half-assed job of it. Um, and then when nothing comes of those investigations, they say, well, see, we told you so. And well, no, it's, it's not because there's nothing there. It's because you actively undermine your own side and our own efforts. Uh, and then that supports the left-wing narrative, demoralizes the base, um, and it's really just a big part of the, how the uniparty works. Uh, last question. You're saying your reward for this was that the White House counsel came to Johnny McEntee or came to the personnel department and complained about your, your – they didn't well, – they weren't interested in the voter fraud. They were concerned about your activities and trying to alert people to this? Yes. Yeah, and, and my understanding is there might have been some sort of Carter-era deep state protocol whereby the White House typically doesn't communicate with DOJ – that much, which makes no political sense. So there might have been some sort of, in their mind, norm violated. But it wasn't the first time. I mean, I'd gotten, I still remember being fired at 8 a.m. one morning from the White House and Johnny saying, can't can't save you. And then making a couple phone calls and having some people call Trump and then being rehired back by the end of the day. So, I mean, I that office had it out for me from the very beginning. So it wasn't anything surprising. No, they didn't take any action on it either. Uh, do you have uh, Do you have social media, uh, Andrew? I do. It's AR Cluster on Twitter. Um, also have a C three. We've been running personnelpolicyops.org, which has been handling really programming for our best future civil servants and some of the legal defense uh, for people as well. Personnelpolicyops.org. Perfect. That's that's beginning the landing team. That's getting the landing team ready for the uh, next administration. Absolutely, Andrew Kloster, a pretty ex- pretty explosive. Thank you very much, sir. Thank Patriot you. and hero. Let me bring in. I got the Hoff brothers. Let me bring in Jim first. Jim, uh, how important was uh, is his uh, is his uh, um, uh, story, sir? Steve, that was. Uh explosive to say the least. Um, I think what I grabbed from that was that he was saying these weren't registrations, but they possibly could have been ballots. Um, And this was in October before the election. I don't have the exact dates of when uh, they were collecting the the, uh, absentee ballots, the mail-in ballots, but uh, it sounds about the right time. That um, That is just really stunning. The fact also that they actually arrested this person um, that was not in the police report that we have, um, and the fact that they released her and that she went back to Detroit. Now, Muskegon is on the west side of the state. Detroit, of course, is on the east side of the state. Um, and, and then uh, what he also said was that um, Secretary of State Benson um, somehow involved and, and trying to cover up on all of this. And Steve, I can tell you right now that some, from some of the clerks that we have spoken to at the Gateway Pundit, some yeah. of the clerks in Michigan, they're very upset that they were not notified about yeah. this investigation. That was a, okay. an investigation by the state police, by the way. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take a short break. I got the Hoffs. Don't bury the lead on me, Jim. Bill Barr had a standing order, didn't want to hear about it, didn't want to deal with it, didn't want to know it. Barr. The railhead. It all goes back to bar. Short commercial break. The Hoffs next in the war room. Let's take down the CCP. 
COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Uh, Joe Hoff joins us also. Joe, uh, you've got a pretty another pretty explosive story up on this uh, situation in Michigan on Gateway Pundit now. Can you walk us through it? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Steve. Great to be here again. Um, yeah, a couple things this morning that uh, that we're reporting on top of what's already been reported and, and on top of that great interview you, that you just had is that uh, this firm, um, GBI Strategies LLC, it's, it's apparently still in existence because they've got, uh, if you look at this one website, Job Searcher, you'll see that they're advertising for positions right now currently. We also found an individual on LinkedIn who, who claims to be working for GBI Strategies, and he's located in Flint, Michigan. He's been there since uh, 20, uh, August of 2020, so before the election and during this time frame of this uh, police report from across the state. In addition to that, um, we started looking up the addresses for this this company and looking up this company, and, and according to one business site, uh, there is an individual by the name of uh, Gary Bell Cassette, so the, the last name Cassette added to his name, we reported on him yesterday, uh, that's, that's uh, housed at this location or has an address attachment to this location outside of Memphis in, in Cordova, Tennessee. And, the, and that's where the uh, company's address is listed as as well. And uh, so we started looking at uh, that site, even pulled it up on Zillow. We have a picture at the Gateway Pundit. There's two white vans parked in front of the place and a picture on Zillow. So uh, that's supposedly the address for this company. It's a residential address, by the way. And then uh, we looked a little further into this, and there's another address that's uh, attached to this and another company attached to the same address in Tennessee. This other firm is GBI Logistics, and it apparently is some sort of trucking firm. They claim to have one truck, and they are tied to a mailing address in, in Alexandria, Virginia. Now, that location, if you go to look at that location online, you'll see that it's a tiny little uh, tiny a duplex in Alexandria, Virginia. And when we look at that further, we see that's the same address that was yesterday notified in these forms that came out. Can okay, uh, Canicola, okay, eleven million. We've got we've got a 
we've got to bounce. You guys are going to put up more information, I think, this morning. This thing is expanding because clerks are furious about this. You just had Kloster, so we're going to tie it all together this afternoon and tomorrow. Uh, real quickly, how do they get to how do they get to Gateway Pundit? How do they get to all your reporting you're doing on this? Yeah, well, Gateway Pundit is where it's housed at uh, thegatewaypundit.com. You can reach me at uh, joehoff.com. And one final note, Steve, this firm, uh, GBI Strategies in Tennessee, under the Secretary of State's office, is has been dissolved since 2017. And yes, they and yet they've been doing business in uh, Michigan uh, in 2020. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. Okay, brother. Thank you, uh, Jim. Thank you very much. Mike Lindell, you're going to help sort all this out at the election summit, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you guys, it's all going to come clear. This amazing plan that we're putting forth that's never been done before, everybody. And I'm telling you, the only way this plan fails is if it's not watched. And you all need to go to lindellevent.com. Get signed up now. And for this free live stream to the world, it'll be in 85 languages, and it's so important. You're going to see stuff like this. All of it's going to come together in a beautiful package. I was just with uh, Turning Point USA a couple of days ago. I told them the plan. Very few people know the plan because we can't get it out early because of what they would do to it. They would try to destroy it. Another thing, Steve, is I want to bring up, people have been reaching out to me. How can we help with resources? Well, we can use all the resources we can get. We, we You go to Lindell, uh, Lindell Legal Fund dot org lindellegalfund.org please help us out we need we need the funding for all this and you'll find out why at this event but i'm telling you every dollar will go to help save your country and that's lindellegalfund.org and uh, it's going to be just the most amazing epic historical event i believe ever uh tell me talk to me about we got about a minute talk to me about the uh the company uh, the company, everybody, uh, I just was on the phone with all my managers there. They're doing a great job uh, making the MyPillow 2.0 and the 20-year anniversary uh, MyPillow, the queen size 1998, everybody. This is the one that's keeping them, keep them all, uh, go, keep, keep going in spite of all the attacks, in spite of losing all the box stores. You, we pass the savings on to you, 1998 for queen size, 2998 for a king size, and then we have, we also have the, those kitchen towels we got in a week ago. They're going to be out probably by the end of the week. Get those 25% off. Use that promo code WARROOM. You guys go to MyPillow.com. Go down to you see Steve there. Look at that square. And all the specials for the War Room policy are right there. I mean, we have over 200 products from bathrobes, dog beds, dog blankets, uh, um, slippers, slippers still, we have some still on that closeout for $25, everybody, $25 are normally $60. And, and those are, uh, the all season and the sandals for 1998. We have those, some of those left on closeout. These are, these are, uh, you can't be, get them for Christmas gifts, get them for, get these pillows for your neighbors. So they're in a good mood. You know, I mean, get them for, you can get these, <laughs> they make the best gifts ever. <laughs> Mike Lindell, thank you, brother. Look forward next Wednesday and Thursday. The War Room's going to be there. We're going to be live. Mike Lindell's going to be the Jerry Lewis of. He's going to be up for 36 hours. Mike Lindell, thank you. Honored. Mike Lindell went and talked to Charlie Kirk the other day. Charlie Kirk follows us right here on Real America's Voice. Two hours of populist nationalism and then the one and only Jack Posobiec. We're going to be back here from 5 to 7 tonight, and I commit to you, 
we will be on fire. We're going to leave you now. Robbie Robertson, dead at 80. A tribute to him as we uh, hand the baton over to Charlie Kirk. Imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit is due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Bannon, and get the better health promise. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. 
you'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.